What is that? Oh, I'm mixing up my recording juice. It's, oh. it's like you were shaking rocks. Sound like I was shaking what? Rocks. Oh, yeah, it's like a mix it's like one of those mixer bottles that's got the little wire ball in it. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you you want echoing? What? I thought it was echoing. I'm using like old earbuds because my brother's gaming right now. Ah. I just got back from work and I crashed my bag. Have you guys seen those videos of that like back cracking device? Yeah. Like the roller? That's what I need. Is you it like the one that's like the curved one? Yeah. And then the people like lay down on it and it just snaps like every single. <laughs> hmm. I've tried one of those and it didn't work for me. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad has one and I tried it and it didn't work. <laughs> you just laid, so you just laid down and nothing happened? I was laid down and I was like, ow, my back hurts. <laughs> I think it's the opposite of what's supposed to happen. Oh, my back actually hurts more. Oh, turns out this is extra painful. <laughs> oh my god. Turns out, ow, so everything's worse now. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nothing But Nonsense podcast, and welcome me back to the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. Back from my my first absentine, absent, absentinian, absentine space. Whatever that word is. Yep. We're just going <laughs> to gloss right over that and move right along. <laughs> I am back, but unfortunately, we are not whole again because... Due to some unfortunate extenuating circumstances, we are lacking a third boy today. So we decided to replace Dawson with Claire. Oh, not Claire. <laughs> with- <laughs> the problem is, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Discord right now because we record on Discord, and the le- the the uh, names are there's Matthew's name, which is is not his name, but I, I I'm used to it being not his name. <laughs> But instead of it being Lauren, it's it's Claire. But it obviously makes sense because that's Lauren's last name. But it's Lauren, everybody. It's, it's Lauren. Lauren. Lauren's back. Lauren is our back. She is she is back for back with uh, back with a vengeance for week two of her yeah. of her power hour of uh, of taking over the podcast. So, I did not think we'd have our first repeat guest this early, but here we are. But here we are. The fates have deemed it so that Lauren is back. I am. So since we're both, so actually, still got both of you here, Andrew. I brought up on the podcast when you were gone. Do you remember the fishing meme phase from a oh, few years? Fishing meme? Do you yes, remember, I do remember. When it was I like it was like memes. three or four days when just the entire internet was memes about fishing. You remember that? Yes. Okay, thank I do God. Remember. I knew I wasn't insane, but I knew you were the only one who would remember that. <laughs> I know there was a lot of. I remember. I I don't know why this specifically popped in my mind, but it was like a depressed Shadow the Hedgehog, like his hand over his face, like kneeling down. It's like, it's like when your wife goes into labor right as you're about to go uh, hit the fishing hole with the boys. Because <laughs> it was because yep. the fishing memes. I feel like were a merger of two worlds. It were a merger about fishing, and it was a merger of memes about the boys. Yeah. So hanging true. out with the boys. So like the entire culture surrounding the uh, emergence of Saturdays are for the boys. Mm-hmm. We uh, 
we see that now fishing is with the boys. And what, when do you fish with the boys? On Saturdays, of course. Of so course, that's, when, yes. that's the evolution of when you come together as Sarah's Festival boys. <laughs> so... Boys mean as as it <laughs> as everybody knows, I was I was gone for some vacay time, some much needed vacay, oh. some R and R relax, rest and relaxation, some break time, much needed from life. So I I I, I went uh, I went camping. Camping oh. is a it's a nice uh, pastime of uh, me and my family. We own a camper. We've gone camping many a times, and I went camping with. My brother, my sister, and uh, my mom and dad. And for a few days there, we're, uh, we were joined by my sister's boyfriend, Jonathan, who mm. is an avid listener of the podcast. So shout out, Jonathan, if you're listening. Hey, Jonathan. It was really, it was, it was a great time being there, hanging out. So vacations are great. Can we agree with that? That's a great, that's a good thing to I say. Agree. Vacations are fun. They're I agree. Great. I agree. Definitely. Definitely vacations. Oh, yeah. But. Have do you guys get the feeling that sometimes there's too much vacation? No. You never. You've never been. You've never, okay. So now that we've been officially shut down by Lauren, <laughs> this is our second week. She feels officially uh, avail- hey, officially uh, in charge busy. to drop the hammer. She is a veteran of the podcast. She feels the need to shut me down. I have crazy vacation stories. There could probably be too much. It- you know it's getting too much vacation when things start going wrong. Oh yeah, sure. I totally agree. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there was a there was a there was a there was a tail end of my of my vacation where I just was I was too vacationed. I think it was. I don't think it was so much vacation. It was more just different circumstances because of, for all my my fellow campers out there in the world, you know that you don't sleep in the same place that you do as you go to like you stay in a hotel because you're going from staying at sleeping at home to sleeping in a hotel you're just going from bed to bed and there's a slight difference but we're going camping per se whether it's in a camper trailer or it's with a tent you are very much heavily adjusting your sleeping arrangements i see i i myself was sleeping on a uh how do i describe this a very poor foam mattress. It wasn't even a mattress. <laughs> it was like there were like these two, two cube-like things that were um, that uh, when full they fold up and they make one bed, but you can fold them out to make a big bed to cover up the uh, entire floor. I stacked those two on top of each other and slept on that. It wasn't think, very comfortable. I, I think I'm follow. I think I'm like I'm following what you're. I know it's I don't, I you don't have to <laughs> dear listener picture whatever you want in your mind about that but getting towards the end I was not getting the amount of sleep I would say I was getting on a normal mattress I, I would say assume, that yes I would assume so <laughs> I would say I was not getting the, the same amount of sleep on a normal mattress. so there was a point towards the uh toward I uh, came home uh on Sunday so uh on Saturday and Friday it was more of like I love being here. I love hanging with my family. I love being on this. Uh, for to, everyone, to let everyone know, we went to the Silver Lake Sand Dunes, which is a beautiful spot in uh, northern Michigan, in uh, located near Mears in Muskegon and Hart, Michigan, up in that corner. It's off of Lake Michigan. There's these beautiful. 
uh, sand dunes. It's like the desert. You go, you feel like you're in the Sahara Desert, but you can drive like vehicles <laughs> and stuff all over them. And it's a lot of fun, and it's a great, beautiful place to be. And so I love being there with my family. But towards the end, I was like, I need to get home. I need to shower in my own shower <laughs> because they have uh, public showers there that we were using uh, that are like they're good showers. Don't get me wrong. The campground yeah. had the campground is a pretty nice place with some nice showers. But I need a shower in a shower that does not that i knew who showered in there last yes. you know mm-hmm. you need that feeling of like oh i need to know who showered in here last i need to know that as a fact i don't need to guess who showered in here last i need to know that as a fact the water of who shower. too yeah you need the clean water like i, I know clean camp water <laughs> no yeah clean, there's clean there, there's there's enough there, i had enough of the fresh outdoors but uh and then i need to sleep in my own bed so thankfully after Sunday night, I was able to sleep in my own bed, shower in my own shower. So it was good. So, so, but yeah, you guys ever experienced that feeling when on vacation? Obviously, when you're staying at like, oh, when you're staying at some hotel or resort, or I guess you could say, like, obviously that's like, oh, obviously there's not, you could never have too much of that. But you guys, you guys yeah. ever think there's too, you, you're like, I'm all vacationed out. I need to get back to, get back to home. I get that way. Sometimes now I've never been camping, so I can't relate to the whole like roughing it kind of deal. But I can think of one vacation we took where by the end of it I was kind of done. But I think that was just because of the circumstances. So my family and I went to um, Virginia Beach one time. So what the reason we actually went out there was because uh, Claire had a dance competition out there through her dance studio. So. Obviously. Yes, of course. So as as one would. As one would. So she so we we get out there for that and we're like, oh well let's just make a vacation out of it. So I don't remember it's how it's always we, nice when somebody else has an accomplishment and the family's like, let's make a vacation out of it. Yeah, right. Now as my family doesn't notoriously doesn't really travel. Like we've taken plenty of vacations, but we don't do them often, I guess. So um well, hikers are homebodies. Yeah, so like just an excuse to make we if something is taking us to a location, we figure we might as well make a vacation out of it while we're out there, because otherwise mm-hmm. we probably wouldn't go out there. So, <laughs> but Virginia Beach was cool. We stayed on a hotel that was like beachside, so that was really nice. Um, yeah. But I got to say, there was not a whole lot to do. It was like, um, so we had the beach, of course, but yeah. then if you weren't on the beach... You were kind of just in the hotel room. There was like a very small shopping district you could walk around in that area. Um, but if you went like a little bit beyond that, you were like you were like in the ghetto apparently because my dad went to pick up some McDonald's for us one time. And not only did they put cheese on my hamburger, rendering it inedible, they also they also they also there was also apparently now I don't I only heard this story like the one time, so I may be messing up a few details. But apparently there was a guy who was so irate with either how long it was taking or how just something messed up his order or something. And apparently all the workers had the worst attitudes. But this one customer was so mad that they threw him out of the store. And apparently he pulled his pants down and mooned everybody in the restaurant. That's now I can't, great. Now I can't confirm if that's true. This was a secondhand story that I again only heard once. But that's what you're dealing with if you just go a little too far away from the beach. 
said that was in Virginia? Yeah, Virginia Beach area. I fully believe that. When we were going down to Myrtle Beach and we stopped in Virginia, I feel like I saw... Virginia felt like a fever dream. Virginia's (laughs) the wildest place. I fully believe that happened. All right. So, yeah. So, it's definitely a more believable story than I initially thought. Cool. Um, Virginia Virginia needs to change their state motto to, yes, this place is real. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) you are... This is real. Everything that's happening is real. I assure you, you're not dreaming, contrary to what your mind may be telling you. (laughs) You are awake. (laughs) But, yeah. So, that was... So, yeah, if you went too far from the beach, that was what it was like. So there was not much to do. There was a really sketchy arcade that I only went to briefly and then realized, you know what? I'm not going to spend any money here. So (laughs) and then if we weren't at either of those places, we were at the convention center or wherever the dance competition was being held. And all of the dance numbers just started to look exactly the same. Like there was it was to the point where now I'm somebody who because Claire's danced her entire life i've always been around dancing and stuff so i can like watch dancing and be like oh okay i see what they're doing here or that looks different like i kind of pick up on things that are like a expert of dance (laughs) yeah right i can't dance at all but i can watch it and be like ah that was good or that was bad like (laughs) that's about it though i can't do none of it myself but the um so but again it was just like you'd be sitting in this convention center for hours waiting for claire to do her one performance of the day and it was just, it was just the absolute worst. So yeah, by the end of that trip, I was worn out, and I definitely wanted to be back home. It wasn't because the living situation was bad, because again, beachside hotel, we had a very nice hotel at that, and uh, overall the situation was great. But just there was not enough to do there. So by the end of that trip, I was definitely ready to come home. <laughs> So you could say you stood in the middle of your uh, room and said, this is a nice hotel. This is a nice, nice ho- hotel, indeed. hotel. Indeed. Indeed it uh, is, yes. <laughs> that's a reference for some of our listeners out there. Hope you, If you know, you know. Yes, indeed. So yeah, it was uh, that was that. And if I remember correctly, we went to an aquarium like one day and that was a nice thing. But like that was the only thing we did. <laughs> that was the only thing we did that wasn't the beach or the convention center. <laughs> Yeah, we went to the aquarium and saw another fish shank another fish. It was quite, <laughs> it was pretty hardcore. <laughs> How about you, Lauren? Last, okay. You got any crazy, my... too much vacation oh. stories? Well, last year, we, my dad was on sabbatical for a few weeks, so we all decided to go up north. We went to Minnesota and, um, Visited some old friends, came down through the UP, and stopped in Mackinac. This is about, I think this is one or two weeks in, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's where everything started to go wrong. <laughs> we had if you had a narrator on you, it'd be like, and this is, <laughs> you'd exactly pinpoint. Exactly, yeah. My, I just remember my, I don't even remember why. I think we were all like kind of tired at this point and just, you know, from traveling for hours on end and, you know, not being at home. But, um, we got a hotel in Mackinac in the city on, on the beach and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a suite. So like two beds and two beds. So like, you know, like my parents in one room and me and my brother in the other room conjoined, you know, but that was not the case. And we also 
didn't oh i there wasn't breakfast or something oh and my mom like that's we were, the most important meal of the day <laughs> yeah like we were promised breakfast and then the office was closed so we couldn't maybe that's what it was it was like the lobby or the office or something like that was closed due to like weird like air conditioning or no work i can't remember the specific circumstances <laughs> But there was no breakfast, and so we went to the other, like, the hotel down the road, which was having, like, the office for both hotels, and we were given, like, I don't even remember, it was, like, a weird sandwich and breakfast bar and a banana and a bottle of water as our continental <laughs> breakfast, oh, and no. my mother was not happy. The most essential breakfast <laughs> need. Exactly, you know, and then there, that office was, like, full of everyone with, like, complaints like one guy the ac unit was like right above the bed so like it could come crashing down on his head at any second oh gosh <laughs> oh boy so that living was, on the edge uh, honestly <laughs> and there were like wires like being dragged across the bed to the ac unit it was so weird oh, that's probably a hazard probably maybe i'm not an electrician oh, but that doesn't sound right <laughs> No, you're okay. using the wrong word there, Matthew. It's called a feature. <laughs> <laughs> On the way home, family, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry to relive all this trauma for you. But Your mom <laughs> and dad are just rocking back and forth in the fetal position, just listening, just like... Eva is listening, so... The hotel, the hotel isn't here. The hotel can't hurt us. The hotel isn't here. The hotel can't hurt us. <laughs> oh, it gets better. On the way home... We're we're past. Oh, I cannot remember where we were. We were. I think Matt was getting live updates when this was all happening. I believe I was. So fun fact. <laughs> fun fact about this trip. This happened immediately after I asked Lauren out. I basically asked her out, and then she's like, "Bye, I'm going on vacation with my family for three weeks." It was so, the night before. <laughs> it was so there was just this long as crap period of time where it was like, okay, so now I, I guess we I guess we wait till you get back. It was exactly. just it was it was very poor planning on my part. Yeah. Uh. We're all good. But yeah, the we were on our way home. We're a few hours in. We're, you know, listen listening to like I don't even remember, like comedian. I think we were listening to a comedian. And our car makes a weird noise That's and fun. We, we just happened to be by an like an exit and it was like the smallest little town i've ever seen and we pull into like um we pull into a a body shop and we're like hey man like can you check this out like this is weird can you help us out and he's like oh i can't do anything about that like you got to go to like the auto shop down the road there and so we limped our we limped our Chevy Equinox down the road to the... To the Shout out Chevy shop. Equinox. Shout out Chevy Equinox. <laughs> and it turns out he needs. we need a new engine. Like there's oh. something wrong. <laughs> like the entire engine. Uh-oh. It's like the mechanic just opens up your hood. It's like, you see this thing right here? No That's good. A, gotta, 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 one. gotta get the Basically. whole... Gotta get that out. <laughs> yeah. And so we sat there for i think it was like five hours at least got dinner down the road um it was a cute little chicken place i can't remember the name of it but shout out little chicken place it was very delicious yeah shout out little chicken chicken place place. represent and then it was like (laughs) six or seven p.m and 
think I can't remember who came. I think it was I think it was Pastor Travis and Pastor Thomas who came in the church vans to pick us up. I think you're right. Which bold move <laughs> to trust the church vans because <laughs> no, church, van, church vans are good. Church if it was the church bus. That's true. The bus had way more problems. <laughs> that's where you get that's where you get worried. That's where you start to Every start time to we took that every time we took that bus anywhere it would break down. Honestly. <laughs> There, yeah, you're taking your life in your hands with that one. <laughs> but I think I think that's when we realized, like, you know, we had a great vacation, you know, got to see friends, got to see the sights, you know, be outside. Uh, but yeah, that was that's when we wanted to go home. <laughs> that's when we wanted to go home. That was when we reached our point. Nice. So was it? Oh, so was your point? point. Was your point before or after your whole engine just decided to not exist anymore? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were all before or after like... your uh, engine be- became a paperweight. <laughs> yeah. I think we were like at the point, and then that happened, and we were just like trying not to have a breakdown, you know, in the auto well, you already, shop. Well, you already had a breakdown. It was just your car. Too late on that front. Uh-huh. <laughs> Walked into that one. Yeah. Car yeah, couldn't handle I, the stress. I just remember wanting to like fall asleep, and my brother was like, leaning against me, and we like fell asleep for a few minutes, and then I was woken up by my mom taking pictures of us falling asleep on each other. I have seen those pictures. Yes, I believe your dad posted what? them. Yeah, so one of one of your parents posted them. Oh my gosh! I didn't probably, know it, about this. It was probably on Facebook, which you're not on. <laughs> That's why she That's posted great. them on there, so I wouldn't see. <laughs> you wouldn't find out. Well, that's great. I know. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I would say I would say it's that, awesome. I mean, it's a good story, but I don't know. It if it's was awesome. <laughs> I would say that's awesome about posting the pictures. I, oh, I, was, I thought you were I referring that to that part. Is I thought you were referring to their car just dying. <laughs> Shout out, Miss Jenny. Shout out, Miss Jenny, for posting posting those pics. <laughs> got to keep, keep the got to keep the fans updated. Yeah, I remember um, I just remember getting communication from Lauren and she I don't know if I've ever seen you more done with anything. I was so, done. I was so tired and hungry, praying my phone wouldn't die. Yeah. So uh, bored. That, oh, that that's great. That I said and probably has like permanent like indent <laughs> from me. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I'd say rounding out our our uh our conversation on cr- on crazy vacations my family <laughs> took a tri- a 4th of July vacation to Philadelphia and oh. uh, New York City back in the summer of 2017 so it was me and my main family or my main family me my dad my brother my sister and my mom and then we would we were also accompanied by my uh my uncle and his family so my mom's brother and his his wife and his kids cool and um and so we started out, the trip was pretty good. We went to Philadelphia first. It was a super great, super cool city, um, super fun. We got to see the Independence Hall and um, got to like see the... Exactly, like the <laughs> National Treasure. You get it, exactly. Literally, my family was like, this is national. We were like, this is National Treasure. We are living National Treasure right now. I love and, it. And also, so, also Philadelphia noted home of Nick Castellanos. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, thought, just thinking Nick. I'd throw that out there. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Um, and so that part was pretty chill. It was a lot of fun. It's really great. So 
the chaos of the trip did not begin in film New York City. So no, I will preface. I will give you some context for the chaos of the story. Uh, so I'll give you. I'll introduce you to my aunt, my aunt Diana. Uh, I love her very much. She's a great, wonderful, one of the sweetest, kindest, nicest people I know. She's so amazing. So happy to have her as part of my family. It's great. She is one of those people that she is a park closer. She, she, they, my family, my, um, my, 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 uh, my cousins and their family, they love to go. They are frequenters of, uh, the great state of Florida and Mm. they are also frequenters of Disneyland. I think they've been to probably about as many Disneyland trips as they've been alive. They've been to quite a few. And so they so when my aunt goes to Disneyland, she is a closer. She will see everything and she will not leave until the park <laughs> is closed. That goes for amusement parks, that goes for anything. She will buy she she's buying those tickets. She is going at, once the park opens and then she is leaving when it closes. That is what she's doing. And <laughs> it's 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 great because you get to experience the entire park, but Maybe not so great when you're trying to when you're experiencing an entire city, yeah, uh, especially the size of New York City. So we the chaos begins on the Fourth uh, of July. So we woke up in the Fourth of July. Uh, the Fourth of July, spent the day in Philadelphia, watched the parade, everything, and so then we left there and drove to New York City. I think it was about maybe an hour, hour and a half to New York City. So we drove to New York City, and. We get to our hotel in uh, in Brooklyn, and so we unloaded the hotel. Everything's good, and so we. My aunt has been researching about fireworks, and my aunt is a very heavy researcher when it comes to uh, doing stuff. So she w- she does the research. She gets the facts right. She knows what is going on. Yeah. She's she has her p- finger on the pulse of the city. She understands. If what's one going wishes on. to understand something, one must study all its aspects. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And so and so she under she uh, read up on this place to go see fireworks that they launch off on uh on uh, on the bay on and uh, on one of the rivers. You can cool. see. I think they launch them off near the uh, Brooklyn Bridge. I believe it is. And so it's walking from within walking distance of our of our hotel. And so we're like, oh, cool. We'll walk down to the, uh, to like a pier or waterfront place and we'll watch these fireworks. So we're walking and we're going and it's, it's, we're like, well, it's getting pretty dark and the fireworks, I think the fireworks started at 10 and it was like nine o'clock or like nine 30. And so like, we got to get there. So we got to go, 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 go. And so we're going and we're going and we're going and it is nighttime. And it's pretty dark out. We can't see very well. So we're going, New York does a very interesting thing with their fire hydrants. Or I think, well, they do at least in Brooklyn. Okay. Where their fire hydrants aren't, you know, the logical place where they would be on the side of the road like they are in the great state of Michigan. <laughs> they are in the middle of the sidewalk. And really? we like in the middle of the road or something. <laughs> and, and on this specific street in Brooklyn, they decide to paint this fire hydrant black. Oh no! Don't know, don't know why they decided to do that. Why but would they, they did. do that? So, I am walking next to my uncle, and we're walking along. We're going, we're going, we're going, and all of a sudden, out of the peri- out of my uh, peripheral view, out of the right side, on my left side, I see my uncle do a full somersault in the air <laughs> and land on his back. And it's like, oh, 
That's weird. Last time I checked, my <laughs> uncle didn't know how to hover in midair, so I'm pretty sure that wasn't supposed to happen. So I turn to him and I look, and he is on the ground. <laughs> Turns out he had hit his foot and his knee and pretty much all of his leg on the fire hydrant, hit the fire hydrant, toppled over the fire hydrant, <laughs> landed on his butt. Oh my gosh. So that was the first injury of the trip. And the so first. we're like, we're close. We're honestly closer to the, uh, to the, to the, uh, to the uh, fireworks place than we are to go back. So it's like, let's just go there. He'll sit down. He'll get some rest. We'll watch the fireworks. And then hopefully he'll be good enough to go back. So we get to the fireworks and nothing's going on. We're like, oh, and it was like about like maybe 10, 10. So we're like, oh, maybe the fireworks have, maybe they're delayed or something. And so we see, I think, either a port authority or just a regular cop that was standing nearby. And we go up to ask him, we're like, hey, this is the where the fireworks are supposed to be, right? And it's like, oh, no. They moved them uh, over to Manhattan. Oh. And so we're like, what? It's like, yeah, over to uh, Manhattan. It's like, okay. Uh, how long do you think it would take to get there? And he's like, about 45 minutes, probably about an hour. <laughs> oh, like, man. Okay, that's fun. And so we sit down, give my chance, give my uncle the re- chance to rest his leg for a, a second. And the, just the, the great kick in the keister, kick in the boot, we <laughs> see the little tippy top, little sparks of fireworks over across the bay, across the rest of the city, across Manhattan, <laughs> and we see those fireworks going off. So just add insult to injury. That's fun. So, oh my gosh, so sad. that was the start to our uh, experience in New York. And I won't regale you with the entirety of our trip, but it was <clears throat> it was quite it was quite the trip. We saw everything. We saw uh, Times Square. We saw Ellis Island. We saw the Statue of Liberty. We saw. Um, we went to the top of the Rock. We went to the top of uh, uh, Empire State Building. We saw. Um, we saw a lot. Uh, so we saw a lot, and those were just days. And fun fact about that trip: we didn't eat. What? Like, oh. At all. We ate breakfast. There was a continental <laughs> breakfast. Gosh dang it, Gretel. <laughs> Yes, Gretel, it is quite crazy that we did not eat on that trip. I was, I was, dude, I've been monitoring my, I have to track where my parents are this whole time so that wouldn't happen. And of course, when I don't look at my phone for five minutes, apparently they've arrived. So, just fantastic. (laughs) That's awesome. So, uh, we, they had a continental breakfast at the, uh, and it was a little bit more fulfilling than your water bottle and banana over (laughs) at, uh, Lauren's Hotel. So we had we had our breakfast. We'd eat the breakfast. We fill up on the breakfast. Then we would go go go, uh, and we would maybe grab like a small snack of some kind. I remember we went to a pizza place and we got like a slice of pizza. And then I remember another time we went and got a hot dog from a hot dog stand, as you do in New York, yeah. and like a can of soda. Ooh. And then Did that was what expectations and stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, pretty much. It was, it was, I don't know what we were expecting, but it was a hot dog served by a man in a cart. Of all the hot dogs I've had, it's definitely oh. one of them. It's definitely a hot dog that I have eaten <laughs> in my lifetime. It definitely was a hot dog. That's my review. That's my review for that hot dog stand in Central Park. Was, oh my uh, my recommend is, is yep. uh, three, two stars. It was a hot dog. <laughs> 
It was a hot dog, and that was a can of soda. It reminds me there's an episode like, of uh, there was an episode of Good Luck Charlie on Disney Channel where they went to New York, and um, the the oldest in the family's name was PJ. He was like the idiot of the family, and he was my favorite yeah. character. He um, they went to New York, and apparently there was this um, I don't remember if it was a hot dog stand or something else, but the whole thing was that he had they would get they would serve like this special like sauerkraut on it or whatever, and apparently it was like. Yeah renowned at least on the field of the internet where he was or something like that but it was yeah. like oh, i'm uh teddy was like oh i'm gonna go do a where can i where do you want to meet and he's like oh right here she's like are you gonna go see anything else and he's like no nah, this is it this is all i came here for and he literally spent the entire <laughs> he spent the entire episode at this hot dog cart <laughs> that's awesome was, like chasing a girl there or something yeah he asked the guy about relationship advice and stuff at one point it was pretty funny but mind you he didn't didn't go see the girl though the girl just happened to walk by that hot dog cart while he was standing there that's (laughs) awesome yeah that's great yeah i uh my hot dog experience wasn't this similar we got the hot dog and then we ran to the next thing they were doing uh there was one time when we went to staten island on the ferry which consisted of us getting on the Staten Island Ferry, like you see in movies, specifically uh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. They, he saves a Staten Island Ferry, so we rode one of those. He almost and saves a Staten Island Ferry. He almost saves the Staten Island Ferry. Correct me, so <laughs> thank you there, Matthew. Um, so we, got, we rode the Staten Island Ferry. We got off the Staten Island Ferry. We got back on the Staten Island Ferry and rode it back. But uh, I actually spent a little bit more time in Staten Island than the rest of my family. Because I got left in Staten Island by the rest of my family. Uh, And I know what you're thinking. This wasn't some Home Alone Lost in New York type stuff. So we get off the ferry on Staten Island into the terminal. We get off. I am like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. So I figured, oh, we're going to go to Staten Island. We're going to go see the sights of Staten Island. Nope, that wasn't a plan. We're going to get on, get off the Staten Island Ferry and get on the next one that was leaving in like uh, less than a minute. Why even so, bother? <laughs> yeah, for the experience, for the experience. Just to say you went to Staten Island, just you get there. Just all to right, say we, all right, mission accomplished, turn around. That was a landmark. The Staten Island Ferry was a landmark and we did it. That's what we did. <laughs> and so uh, I go to use the bathroom and my dad runs and he's like, come on. Finish up. We gotta go. We gotta go. The ferry's leaving. I'm like, what? It's like the ferry's leaving. It's like, oh. And so I finish up my business, run out of the bathroom, and see the ferry is gone. It's like, oh, okay. And so I apparently, according to my mom, they were all getting right back on the Staten Island. They're like, wait, where is Andrew at? Oh my <laughs> it's like, gosh. Oh. And so my dad gets off the ferry, comes and gets me, and we leave. And so it's like, okay. And so we hop, we hop on the next one. And head back to Staten Island, but that was part of the trip where I got left on Staten Island with my dad. I gotta say, I don't think it was necessarily a bold assumption of you to assume they'd be on the island for longer than a trip to the bathroom. Like, I don't, I don't no, think that was exactly a, trip to the bath- a risk. It was less than a trip to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> it was less. Yeah. You're probably like, no, this is... This is safe. I bet they. I bet I can, you know, get in, get out by the time they, you know, get to wherever they're trying to go to. Little did you know, it was just back to the mainland. Yeah, back to the, to the mainland. mainland. Back to, uh, back to New York. Back oh to, my uh, gosh, Manhattan. So, uh, there's two more components to the story I want to tell. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> this one of the components is oh. our our second to last day, our last night. Our group, our party splits. We split up the party. Uh, 
my aunt and my, my aunt, my cousins, uh, they want to go see a baseball game. My uncle and my co- my cousin Logan, they're very avid fans of baseball. My cousin is Heck a, yeah. my cousin Logan is a huge baseball fan. He um, and so they wanted to go see. Uh, I think the Tigers were playing the Yankees, and so oh, they're going to go see I that. Bet, see I bet that we game. lost. I bet we lost that game. Oh, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, my brother splits off to go with them. And so me, my mom wants has heard about these uh, these buses, these tour buses. You hop on the tour bus. It's a hop on, hop off, hop on, hop off situation. So you hop on, and then you hop off, and then you see the city. And so, mm-hmm. and I think it's free. It's free to do. So oh, cool. it, was a, it was a it was an intriguing thing that my mom wanted to see to see the city where we weren't running to every specific uh, thing. We were more just riding it. So my uh, we split up. Me, my sister, and my mom and dad, and my cousin Lacey. We go onto the bus, and then my brother go with the rest of my uh, my uncle and his, and their family, my uncle and aunt and their kids, over to the baseball game. And so we get on this base. We get on this um on this bus. And it's a pretty cool bus. We have a pretty fun tour guide. He's good. He's doing all the jokes and stuff. He's having a great time. Mm-hmm. So we're going around. We're having fun. And then we start to feel some raindrops. And we're like, oh, it's a little bit of rain. Uh-oh. No problem. So it begins to pour and turn into <laughs> one of the worst storms I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my gosh. Where it is pouring unbelievably. We got thunder. My parents dipped down into the bottom. It was a double-decker bus, so my parents dipped down into the bottom of the bus. I stay up for a little point, little, a uh, little, little while, just sticking it out. I just wrap my arm. I go into like basically a fetal position and wrap my arms, duck my head, <laughs> and I think, and I think I'll just wait out the rain. My backpack is sitting on the ground, getting covered in a pool of water. Oh, my, and so most of my stuff, ev- most everything gets soaked. <laughs> my, uh, funny enough, my sister and my cousin Lacey stay on the top of the bus the entire time, rode out the storm like a couple of uh, hillbilly storm chasers. <laughs> and uh, rode out the storm, and so my um, excuse me there, uh, my uh, and so we get off the bus, we get to the end of the trip, trip we go all the way around, we come back to where we started in Times Square, and so we we get off the bus, and we uh, we talk to our tour guide, we're like, hey, we're starving, is there any good places to eat around here? And so the tour guide, he's like putting on his backpack, ready to go home after getting rained on for the last hour. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah. Where in in Times Square, he's like, all right, you go around the corner. There's a restaurant called Junior's. Some of the best food I've ever had in my life. It's really good. You guys, folks, try it. And so we, as soon as he points to like to say go around the corner, we turn to look like as one does. We turn to look at the mm-hmm. uh, at the other corner, and we're like, oh, okay, so that's fine. And then we're like, oh, thanks for the information. We turn back. And he has disappeared. <laughs> he has. He just and I, I, I look for him and I see him just like, just in like, out of like a storybook or like some old Western movie. Or he's like disappearing into the crowd. Like you could see the backs of his backpack, but then he gets enveloped by the crowd and then he disappears. Oh my gosh. And it's like, <laughs> well. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, that's the coldest end exit I've ever seen. <laughs> and that was the coolest thing ever. And so we go to, um, <coughs> we go to the, uh, we go to the restaurant. And I don't know if the food, the food was good, but I don't know if, my, my, me and my parents and my sister still debate this to this day. Was the food, if the food was good because we hadn't eaten much, or the mm. food was good 
because it was good. Dude, that's like, always wrong. that is always the debate when yeah. you're like starving to death and then and then you get like it was like the fries at Michigan's adventure. Like were those things actually good or was it like because yeah. it was the only sustenance oh. I had had, yeah. is that why they tasted so good? <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. The food was good, but we were wondering if it was so good or it was just regular it was just good good or was it super good or was it just good good you know mm-hmm. why is it good <laughs> yeah exactly we're lef- we're looking our gift horse in the mouth so uh so um on the other hand of that story my with my brother and my aunt my uncle and, their, and my cousins at the yankees game they go to the yankees game they are in the nosebleed seats so when it starts raining they have an awning to cover them Oh, so that they are uh, covered. And they said that there was a drunk man at the game who was making fun of everybody in the rain and telling people he would sell them his seat for uh, for sixty bucks. Yo, that's kind of smart. Did it work? Uh, yeah, honestly. But uh, at the game, my uncle begins to receive the worst case of vertigo vertigo he has ever received, Ooh. and uh, and a massive migraine to kick oh. to boot. And oh, gosh. Uh, they proceed to leave the game early. So, <laughs> and so, that is the conclusion of our uh, our amazing, uh, amazing New York trip. So, by the end of that vacation, we were, to say, a little bit tired. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't I believe it. I thought your bathroom in the restaurant was story was going to be about, like, bathroom codes i've heard that new york uses like like uh oh like their bathrooms have codes or something and oh, then like you can only yeah. code if you're like yeah. i've trend. experienced that i've seen uh... the shake shack downtown uh detroit has a coded bathroom so yeah but now this was a public bathroom at the uh, ferry terminal so that wasn't the, <laughs> the main <laughs> issue of why i got left at staten island boy that would have been but, awful yeah. But yeah, safe to say, by the end of that uh, vacation, we were pretty tuckered out. Yeah, I to say the least. <laughs> that sounds that exhausting. Was it? Was oh, it? Yeah. Did you? Was it overall a fun trip, though? Oh, don't get me wrong. The trip was great, but yeah. by the end of it, we were we still laugh about it today. I think oh, my I mom bet. talks. My mom said that all of her toenails fell off. Excuse me? What? Yeah, from walking around so much. Oh all her toenails. I don't think. I that's... don't know if it was the friction from her socks or something, or I don't another think ailment. that's supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely not supposed to happen. But she did tell me that I that really did can't happen. Tell if she's if this is a joke or not. Like it sounded like a saying, and then you were like the friction. It's like, wait, does that nope. happen? I'm 100 serious. You what? can ask her. You can ask her about it. it that's definitely insane. Happens. So, uh, uh, so yeah, so yeah, vacation can be a great thing, but sometimes too much of a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes that can happen sometimes. So Mm -hmm. sometimes that can happen sometimes. Sometimes it can happen sometimes. Department of Redundancy Department. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so to segue, get on our mobile scooters and segue out of there into our next segment i wanted to talk about is just a brief little touch on uh interesting thing i want to get your guys' opinion on this so i went to the movies today saw a saw a cool film and so something i've noticed as of late of going to the movie theaters is i for one love going to movie theaters oh yeah movie theaters is awesome it's an experience like you never experienced but 
I will say, I think it was last year, the uh, the remake of uh, the classic Frank Herbert novel Dune was released. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. in theaters, and I went and saw it, and it was amazing. It was fantastic, and it was absolutely just breathtaking. The that visuals. One's on, that one's on my list to watch. I've heard good things about it. Oh. It is a must-watch. It is so fantastic. Unfortunately, the only thing that's ticked me off is that it was Dune Part 1. Oh. So, which I did not realize until I went to the theater. But they have <laughs> con- they have commenced production on Dune Part 2 that should be releasing either, I think, sometime next year. Around the same time next year in, like, October. Which is far, but at least they're continuing the pro- continuing, uh because it did come in like that post-pandemic era where not everybody was going to the movie theater, so there was right. an issue where box office wasn't as high. But still, uh, so I went and saw that masterpiece of film, and then there was another one this uh, earlier this year called The Northman, which was oh a, yeah, oh my goodness, was a amazing film, and uh, in this new theater called the Phoenix Theaters over here in Grand Rapids on uh, near the Woodland Mall off of 28th Street and Beltline is uh, they have this new system called Dolby Atmos, which is this 3D sound system, which is, honestly, you have, if you look look at your theaters, and if they have a Dolby yeah. Atmos, go see, don't, it doesn't matter what movie he's playing, go see a Dolby Atmos movie, because, hmm. honestly, it, it'll take your breath away. It's it's okay. unlike anything. That good? It's, it's, it's the future. It's okay. the future. You're watching the future happen before yeah. you, and it's amazing. Huh. So... <clears throat> Well learned. What were you saying? I saw one once. I will say it was quite an experience. Exactly. <laughs> once you go Dolby Atmos, you never go back. You really can't. So, so, like I was saying, uh, I went and saw Dune. But my issue now that I face is I recently bought Dune, the remake, on Blu-ray. And I'm holding it as we speak in my hands. Oh. But... I have yet to watch it because I am afraid. Why am I afraid? I am afraid that I cannot get the same experience back because there's something about movie theater speakers and sound systems in movie theaters that just make the movie just into an entirely different thing that you just experience. Mm. And so my issue, my question is you guys, do you, uh, do you think the movie theaters ruin movies for you do you think they ruin hmm. movies for you do you experience something in the theater sitting in those seats eating that popcorn drinking that ridiculously priced soda uh <laughs> let me add that ridiculously priced and ridiculously sized soda <laughs> uh, yeah. because you go you have your smalls oh, okay that's small you have your mediums oh that looks like a medium you have your larges that could fit a child <laughs> You that could, could fit a, a small child or a small dog you into could, that. You cup. could you could you could fit a fresh baby into that cup. A fresh baby. <laughs> you take a fresh baby. Fresh baby comes out the mom. That fresh baby goes right into that cup. That's, Not a that's how, baby, but a fresh baby. Not you. Know, it's got to be a fresh baby. Fresh baby. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. So do you think? And you get that experience that you you experience the movie with. Do you think that it's more? It, do you think that? Movie theaters ruin the ruin the movie for you because hmm. you could never really relive an experience once the movie is out of the theaters and in your hands, 
and you're watching it on your home system, unless you have a theater-like home system and you're right. rich. But I don't think any of us are. No, because that's <laughs> expensive as crap. <laughs> exactly. So do you think movie theaters ruin movies for you guys? Let me, let me hear what your opinions are. Personally, I have not had a movie ruined by the movie theater. I... I'm not going to lie. I don't remember a majority of the movies I've seen in theater. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like I've seen a whole bunch of Marvel movies in theater. I think I went with this person and that person, but I don't remember. But like, I will say, like I remember some movies, like watching in theater with, um, like as a kid. I remember yeah. when Brave came out. Me, um, me and a friend, we went to go see it, and the screen was messed up, so they gave us a voucher to see it in 3D for the same price. So we came back nice. and saw it in 3D. Cool. And then there was another time, um, it was it was another friend's birthday, and we were both really into Star Wars, and Star War- they were doing a like an anniversary re-release of The Phantom Menace, and we saw that one in 3D. Ooh. And now, like, every time, like, I kind of, like, watch those movies it's like oh i remember like seeing that as like in theaters like with friends and stuff but like even now with like more recent movies i don't think it really ruins it rather than like oh yeah like i remember like i saw this with you know this person and that person in theater it was so much fun that day so i guess it's more of like i don't remember the movie like the quality of the movie itself but rather like the experience and who i was with that okay, so sense. it's more the experience. It's more the experience for you, yeah. rather than uh, rather than the movie itself. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I can see that. I think. What about you, Matthew? Yeah, theaters are. I know there are people out there who argue, and people say the same thing about like sports as well. That it's like it's always just better to watch it at home, and that because you can watch it at your own pace, you can you you have access to any and all food, drink that you want. Don't have to worry about other people annoying you and stuff like that. Um, I do not share that opinion. I'll always be an experienced person. I'll always yeah. want to go to sporting events, want to go see a movie in theaters. Just kind of like Lauren was saying, more for the experience than anything. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever had a um, a movie ruined by the fact that I saw it in theaters, per se. But I mm-hmm. definitely think that you... I definitely think the theater enhances the experience and it's hard, yeah, like you were definitely. saying, it's hard to recreate that at home yeah. or in any other circumstance, really. Like, you know, and even, it's not even just necessarily with the sound equipment and stuff like that, but like, we kind of talked about this actually in uh, our last episode, which Lauren Lauren was on, but the, um, just like the moments where, you know, Andrew Garfield comes through the portal and takes his mask off and the whole st- the whole theater just erupts or, oh, yeah. you know, things like that. Or uh, like Dawson was talking about with Creed two and like being in a room with like 50 or 60 other people that are all cheering for Creed to win the fight. Like it's an actual mm-hmm. live boxing match. Like the experience of being in a theater, you just don't get that at home. So I don't yeah. know if it's necessarily yeah. because just because of like, the viewing experience itself in terms of like, Oh, I have this massive screen in front of me with the best speakers money can buy and stuff like that. But it's just the experience of actually like being intentional of going out somewhere to see this movie in that Mm -hmm. best, best environment possible and stuff like that. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. 
Because at home, you're like, oh, you're in your home. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of distracted a little bit. Even if you're oh, yeah. hyper-focused on something, you're distracted because, oh, you're thinking about, oh, my dishes that are in the sink. Or, oh, <laughs> those are my my yeah. socks on the floor. Or my dirty plate that's still sitting on the table or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're distracted. But in that thing, it's like it's like a sterile environment almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. You are, you are like, there to see the movie and literally yeah. nothing else. There's nothing else yeah. in there, there that you could be doing. Yeah. You came here when, when the, you came here for the movie to start, and then you're going to leave when it's end. It's uh-huh. over. Now, one thing about movies that's irritated me, and I don't know, <laughs> I cannot explain why this has started happening to me, but I have, for some reason, I don't have this problem in other scenarios. But when I'm at a movie theater, I've the last like five, six movies I've saw in theaters, I've had to take a bathroom break. I don't do, oh. I don't do that. <laughs> I, yeah. I I play five, six-hour rounds of golf with my dad, never even glance at a bathroom, never even think about it. But, like, for some reason, <laughs> lately at movie theaters, I have this problem where I, I'll always have to go to the bathroom in the middle of it. It drives me crazy because <laughs> I hate, yeah, I, hate I, having to, I hate having to pick my moment to go to the bathroom because I have to, like, guess. Now, I've been pretty yeah. – I have been – I will say I've been very fortunate that I've either, A, been lucky or with the guess, like, I had to go during – um no way home and i picked i picked the right moment it was when i happened to leave during the scene when him and him mj and ned are talking to all the villains and they were like coming up with their plan that he didn't want to kill all of them and everything so i came back and all i missed was literally just one discussion and i I was very fortunate that but then another time was when we saw the batman in theaters um (laughs) i was there with dawson who had already seen it and i was like and I turned to him at one point. I'm like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, when do you think it would be a good time? And he goes, uh, not now. And that point was when uh, Bruce Wayne was at the funeral or whatever. That oh. was. Yeah. So thank God <laughs> I, I was with Dawson because I was I was led to believe that that scene wasn't going to be a whole lot. And I'm so glad Dawson oh. was there to stop, <laughs> to stop me because that was one of the greatest scenes of that movie. Funny enough, I went to the bathroom during that movie. Right before that scene, oh, <laughs> literally right before that scene happened, like I got, a, I went to the bathroom and came back, and he was like getting out of the car at the funeral. Ooh, wow! To go for that, for that to happen. So that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's so that's like the only, that's like probably the one big complaint I have about going to the theater is because you're seeing it in this isolated environment and stuff like that. You and if you have to take an emergency bathroom break, you have to just guess. Unless you have someone there who's who knows what's happening, basically. Mm-hmm. You trying to say something more? I forgot. There was an. <laughs> <laughs> there was an. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Oh no! Yeah, I was when we saw Thor. Like you were just like in and out, and then you're like, "What did I miss? What did I miss?" Yeah. Like, I don't know. They just like talked. Yeah, when Lauren when Lauren was unable to tell me what exactly I missed, I was like, "Oh, okay, I picked a good moment." Yeah, like nothing happened. I remember one time my dad went to the bathroom in one of the new like Disney Star Wars ones, and he came back. He's like, "Okay, did I miss anything?" And I was like, "She moved a rock." Like that's wow. quite literally what happened. Stunning. <laughs> a rock. Breathtaking. <laughs> He was like, oh, okay, I guess I picked the right time. But yeah, yeah there's, there's, I forget what the app is called, but my dad found an app that tells you when good bathroom breaks are and, like, how long and, like, what exactly you miss. I feel like That's I've heard of that app. before. That's I feel like I've heard, your, I've heard your dad talking think, about that, I think. Yeah, I think, 
I I think Dawson has it too. That's probably like, that's probably who I heard it, it from. Honestly, yeah. your dad seems like is to seems like the exact type of person who would have that app. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly <laughs> like the type of person who would have that app. Very fitting app. That's at so funny. It, at first, it like definitely was a joke. I think that Star Wars movie was the first time like he had it, and he was like, "Okay, like I'm just gonna like try it out," you know. And then like it worked, and so never looked back. I gotta ask him. I gotta ask him what that thing is because apparently I'm gonna have to start That's using great. it more often. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I have. I've solved the problem with bathroom breaks by. I don't work on Monday. I have days off on Monday mornings or mm-hmm. Mondays in general. So I just go first thing in the morning. So there you go. I, <laughs> I, I, that is a luxury that will probably not live too much longer when I, when I transfer jobs, but, um, mm-hmm. but it is great right now. Cause I wake up first thing in the morning, I eat breakfast, I get dressed, take a shower, well, take, take a shower, then get dressed. Don't get dressed. Then take a shower. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong, that's the wrong, uh, that's the wrong way to do it, but I um, I take a shower, get dressed, and then I I've already emptied my my bladder and bowels for the morning, there you go. so I can move on to the movies and be fine. Right as right as rain, one might say. There you go. I think so, backtracking a little bit to movie theater and stuff like that. I think the only movie experience I can go to that detracted from it, and this is going to be kind of funny because I know I talked about this Andrew the first time we fired up this podcast back in 2019. But um, new listeners may not have heard this story. I was in college, and um, I was a so I was a part of I was a core leader. We called it where at the church group I went to, I basically was one of the. I me and another guy led a small group for discussion stuff on a weekly basis. So that was the alpha. What? You were the alpha. I was not. The other guy was. <laughs> <laughs> I, Matt was the beta. I was saying, I'm not going to take credit where I don't deserve it. I, I, we both did, we both did equal work, but he was the more experienced one. But um, so we had core leader meetings where all the core leaders would get together. So we had our meeting, whatever, and then one of the other core leaders um, was like, "Oh, hey, there's a screening for The Greatest Showman at." Uh, the state theater or it might have been the michigan theater actually but there were two theaters called the state theater and the michigan theater i don't know why we had two of them but there were two and they were like a block from each other not even like you could stand outside one and see the other so i don't know why they both existed but whatever so nice there was a showing at the michigan theater for the greatest showman and everyone was like oh yeah let's go and i'm like okay i've heard good things i like hugh jackman i had seen les miserables at that point so i knew that I liked Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, even in musicals and stuff. I am not per se a musicals person, but I can appreciate a good one when I see it, you know. (laughs) So we go in and it was really cheap, too. I don't remember what it was. I only paid like a couple bucks for my ticket. So we get in. We all get into the theater and we sit down. And then um, this person comes over to loudspeaker and goes, "Okay, everybody, welcome to the greatest showman sing along. Uh, the subtitles will no. be on the screen for all oh, the no. for all the song, and I'm like, I turned to, I was sitting next to um my my friend Kevin, who um is similar to who is similar to me, I guess, in terms of our musical inclinations, which is none. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we're sitting. We and I'll never forget. We turned and look at. We just look at each other, and we're like, "What did they just say?" And then we turn you back. Run that one, you want to run that one by me again, Chief? <laughs> exactly. So, sure enough, 
the movie starts and whatever that first song was, the words to the song are now on the are now subtitled on the bottom of the screen, and this theater is full of just children. Like it's oh, it's no. probably sixty to seventy percent kids to you know thirty forty percent adults. To which I'm like, I feel like there should be more parents in here for how many kids there are, but <laughs> <laughs> this, these numbers aren't adding up. But yeah, how the parent ratio was off. Yeah, so every single song was just ruined by children screaming the words at the top of their lungs because obviously they don't know how to sing because they're children. So it's just a chorus of kids, and I'm like, oh, gosh, this is painful. And then the other part that annoyed the crap out of me was in the movie there were parts where um, there'd be the... So they'd finish a performance, and the people, all the performers in the circus would be bowing or whatever. And then the way that it was designed was that the audio wouldn't be going it would just be maybe like a dramatic like note in the background or something but you would see the people standing up in the background and applauding and stuff and cheering but you wouldn't hear them it was designed to be you know like a dramatic moment and stuff like that yeah yeah the people in the theater were cheering along with the crowd that was supposed to be silent so it like just (laughs) it just just ruined these beautiful pieces of uh filmography that the people put so much effort into to like make as dramatic as possible and all these people were just like not take that throat in the trash we want to cheer that's that's, great so that's the only time i could think where crowded the crowd was just like a huge takeaway from it really took a lot away from the movie but i wasn't told it was a sing-along if it was i may not have gone (laughs) i would have definitely thought twice about it that's funny because you can look at to like like the editing studio where they were putting that film. It's like this is where the sound drops out and it's just this really uh, dull, low tones, and we're just it's just this uh, important dramatic moment yeah. in the movie where things are coming together and you're just feeling the emotion and it's just gonna be so powerful. Flash forward to the like what t- <laughs> twelve months to eighteen yeah. months forward into the theater and everyone was like. Whoa! <laughs> it's like if, it's like imagine if like you know the last the scene in the last Jedi where the the purple hair lady turns the ship around and then hyper speeds yeah. to cut another ship I have. Imagine if at that moment you just had a bunch of people go Meow! like in that. <laughs> that's what that was like. That's how it felt. <laughs> just oh. like a complete takeaway <laughs> from the movie. There's some dude in the second row doing sound effects. Explosion. Exactly. That that's what that was like. That's that's awesome. Every time, every time I like, I do you guys clap at the end of movies? Like, depending, in, in, it's depending. It depends on it depends on like if I'm with a crowd. Like, uh, let's say uh, No Way Home. Uh, the first time I saw that it was with a completely uh, packed out theater. I yeah. clapped at the end of that because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is this is an experience. Uh, at the end of I think Star Wars, the first at least the first two Star Wars, uh, <laughs> I was like. Oh I was clapping. Everyone else was like, can we... The, the third one, everyone was like, is this over yet? <laughs> Every time uh, I clap in a theater, I don't do it very often. And I'll tell you why. But whenever I do it, or, like, I hear people do it, all I can think of is this, like... Not not even a meme. It was, it was just making fun of white people and, like, white people <laughs> clapping after the plane lands. Yeah. White people clapping after nice. the movie ends. <laughs> 
I'm proud to be one of those white people who claps at the end of the movie. It's all I can think about when it happens. It reminds, awesome. It's like that progressive commercial, the becoming your parents or whatever. And it's like, yes. the, and it's like at, at, they did one at the movie theater and the one lady starts clapping and the guy just goes, the people who made this movie aren't here. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you clap. That's awesome. I've, clapped, I I've clapped in isolated just... instances. That's about it. It's only if, like Andrew said, No Way Home is one. Um, I believe after I saw both Infinity War, well, maybe not Infinity War because of the note that it ended on, but oh, yeah. um, at the same time, I would, I would have because beautiful, beautiful piece of film that movie, and Endgame, of course, at the end of that one, I believe I did as well, and also in, also in, like, again, going back to Creed two again, I believe after that fight, Creed won the fight. I believe the whole theater like cheered. Like, yeah, he oh, did yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like with you and enough people, it literally becomes like the literal version of theater. Like you're watching a play, like you want to clap. It's right. Like you're filled with so much emotion. That That's like, 100%. I just this. have to like, this is, we've, the clapping is like the universal sign of this is good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. We are yeah. having a good time and we are enjoying what is happening. So it's like, that's what that's what you do. Like, if you had another, like, oh, if my universal sign was to wave my arms and start quacking like a goose, then everyone would be doing that at the end of a at the end of a movie. But since it, we've decided that it's clapping, we're gonna clap. <laughs> so, uh, what? I like one brief movies because it annoys my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two things I want to touch on briefly that came to my mind before we segue into our next segment. Uh-huh. Let me finish this out. Um. One thing you brought up was uh, clapping at, Clapping in the theater is one thing that I remember, or uh, one thing I remember, uh, but, uh, <laughs> I'm caught, you could, tripping you could, over. You could start over if you want. Tripping over my own words. So <laughs> Very easy to do. On, on the east side of the state, there's a group of theaters called MJR, which is the uh, yes. movies just right. Yes. And they have a intro song. It's like, come but have a party at MJR. Come but have a party with us at MJR. If, you wanna, if you're not familiar with the, uh, with the song or you don't know what MJR, go to their website, Go to, scroll to the bottom of the website, and there will be a speaker. You click on that speaker, it plays the theme for you. Mm-hmm. And so... During everyone who's gone to go to an MJR theater, I my I myself grew up with them. I believe you guys did too. Going Indeed, to yes. MJR theaters. MJR theaters. And Wait, so really? during that song, you yeah. didn't. No, we didn't have them in Illinois when I. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's you're, right. You're not born and bred like us. No. I always forget but... that. I always forget that you're not actually from here, and you also moved here like moderately recently. All things considered. <laughs> you're so good at faking it. Yeah. Right. Thank you. You've lost it's the Midwest and me. Because you start you started up in Minnesota, right? And then to Illinois and then yeah. to here. Yeah. So the first time I was in an MJR, I it was definitely like junior high or high high school at like the least. And I remember being so like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so during the theme, like you clap and it's like you clap. It's like duh, duh, there's duh, like three distinct notes in the song. that's yeah. like dun dun dun. And so I believe it was you. I, I think it was it was definitely Dawson. I think it was you as well, Matthew, Jared. <laughs> oh, I know. Me, the, I know the story. I, think, I believe, and my cousin Keith was with us as well. And we went to go see the sequel to Independence Day that had just come out. Oh, I, I, I was, was 20, I wasn't there. I haven't seen that. You weren't there. No. Nah. Okay. So this may be in another time that you experienced this as well. Uh-huh. But we went and saw the thing. And so that comes along. 
and my and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do the thing and duh, 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 clap with everybody else. <laughs> my cousin claps off beat to the movie, <laughs> to the thing, and it screws me up. And I'm like, I am so angry. I was like, all right, there's a second time that happens. I'll get it on the second pass. And I do it. He claps off beat again, and it screws me up. <laughs> and so I can't clap on beat with the theme song. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! No, so when the so what I was thinking of was we went to see uh, Zootopia one time. Oh, yeah. There was a lo- pretty large group of us. There was at least ten of us, I think, that went. I know Dawson was there. Yeah, I uh-huh. think Claire, her best friend Maddie. Andrew, I don't know. Were you there with us too? I'm I was there. I was there. You were there. Okay, yeah. So we went and saw him. I remember because we were a somewhat large group, we all wanted to sit together. We ended up in like the front row. Of oh yeah, the theater. It was, and it's ironically one of the most comfortable front row experiences. It was. It was. I life. was surprised how much I enjoyed being up there actually, because I normally sit mm-hmm. closer to the back. But so we're so yeah. The MJR theme is going, and the first one goes dun dun dun. Not a problem. Everyone's good. We all did it. And then the second one comes around, and Claire wasn't ready for it, I guess. <laughs> so what happened was, it starts, so the first note hits, and Claire realizes, oh crap, I missed it. So her thought is, I'm going to clap real fast and catch up. So what she, so what she ends up doing is she goes, dun, and then she like claps twice real fast, and then the third note hits, and she was late on that one because she was trying to catch up. So the third note hits, everyone claps, and then there's just this one isolated clap afterwards. And that was Claire. It was, Whoa. and I look over, and she's got this, Claire has this look that I can't convey through description, but her eyes get real wide, and she kind of throws her head back a little bit. And it's just like her uh, way her way of expressing like shock. She's like, I just look over, her eyes are wide, her head's like tilted backwards. I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna let her forget totally, that one. I totally know that look. I yep, totally get that. Yep. Yeah, that that's what so, I think of whenever I think of the MJR clap was that one time. <laughs> yeah. So the second thing I wanted to bring up was that you reminded me of when you talked about seeing Infinity War. I'm one of those people who goes who likes to go see movies on opening night. At least I was one of those people when I was a bit younger. Mm-hmm. But um, so I would go see those crowd, the especially Marvel movies on opening night. You get with the big crowds, you get to experience it with the crowd, and you'd be like, "Oh, look at that cool thing that's happening!" Especially Infinity War, which is the culmination of ten yeah. years of uh, yeah of of movie making and story building up until this point. And so it's like, so I went and saw it opening night, but with the wrong crowd. Oh no! So, so me, my brother, and my cousin are going to see it. So we're sitting up pretty much. I think the second row. The first three seats in the second row near the exit, and we're watching the film, and like we were like, obviously, sometimes when you go see those movies, everyone's like, oh wow, oh cool, whoa whoa, yeah, and everyone's just like experiencing that together. Uh huh. You're like, oh wow, that's so cool. Nobody else was really experiencing that type of uh, emotion going through them during the filmmaking, the movie watching progress process. So we turned out to be the. Uh, those people that you hate in a movie theater, where <laughs> those loud, obnoxious people in the movie theater, those, those, once in my life, I, I was, I turned out to be those people, where I was just like, whoa, cool, whoa, and everyone just, I could just feel everyone's eyes just shooting death beams at the back of my seat, just being like, I'm going, if I could kill people with my mind, I would try to kill these three idiots right here. <laughs> Because we were having the time of our lives. Because obviously, seeing that movie for the first time, like this is amazing. This yeah. is br- brilliant. This is, uh, 
oh, this is brilliant auteur filmmaking. Like, oh my gosh, everyone else was not on the same level. That's a, that's a that's shame. Well, Lauren, how close was it to opening day? It was, it, yeah, it was, it was weird because it was opening day, but it was like a later. Oh. It was like, it was like, I, don't know, I think it was either opening day. Yeah, I think it was opening day, but it was like later in the evening of opening day. It's okay. so like all the big crowds has come come out and saw it first and saw it the night before. Yeah, but, right. Uh, we were with the we were with the background class that still wanted to see it opening day, so they didn't they avoided spoilers, but didn't want to see it early. They they weren't passionate yeah, enough I mean, to actually seek out the early showing. Yeah, they were not passionate. Sorry, Lauren, you were saying. No, yeah, I remember seeing. I think it was like Infinity War or um, the. What's the other one? Endgame. <laughs> it was one <laughs> of those two. And I remember, like, when all... when That's when, like, all of, like, the memes were about, like, don't spoil it. Like, mm-hmm. Dr. Strange, you know, he saw, like, all the possibilities and he didn't say a word. Be like Dr. Strange. And, yep. like, I saw it for the first time, like, kind of, like, as that was happening. So, like, a whole bunch of people, you know, had seen it one, two, three times. And then, like, we went to go see it. And then, like the crowd was just dead because they had already seen it like three times. <laughs> it was such a, like that part of the experience was a letdown, but like getting to watch it in the theater, you know, was, you know, it's fun. But wow, I think the only, the only time like a crowd like matched my energy was when we saw, I think it was, yeah, I think it was Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Like, we were all just, like, so excited and, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, like, the only time I will never, for, I'll yeah. never forget the buzz in that theater when that portal opens and you see, you know, Gar- Garfield's Spider-Man off in the distance and you're like, oh, is this actually happening? Is this actually, like, yeah. the whole, the, there's just this buzz in the theater. Yeah. Because yeah. so- you're, li- you're living in that world where it was confirm it was the most it was the worst kept secret at that point where yeah. it was all but uh, it was all but confirmed and they had never officially said anything about it, so it was mostly mm-hmm. just guessing and saying oh this could happen but right. it wasn't confirmed but yeah yeah um, those those crowds are great mm-hmm. so hearing people like people's what? comments oh I you like hearing people hearing oh yeah and people are like whoa that's so cool <laughs> exactly. but um so Shifting, segueing into our last uh, segment of the podcast, I figured I would bring up something. Like I, I brought up a few episodes ago, I brought up weird wars that had happened in, throughout history. Yeah, and it's a pretty, it's a fun thing to look up and find out about it and do some research about. It. So, another weird thing that I like to find out about is dumb laws. Ooh. So, the world has been around for a long time. This country that we live in has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've gone through different phases of our lives, uh, going through uh, different phases of our country where if trends and uh, uh, the culture shifts and things change, and it's just different. And so, uh, in a lot of different places and a lot of uh, small towns and different states, Seemingly innocent laws at the time can get passed into uh, can get passed from bills into laws and become part of like you can get arrested or seriously fined for doing this weird uh, uh, it's weird thing that you obviously wouldn't think anything of today, but 
it can become uh it's just part of the weird laws that have come over time so i have i have found i went online and i looked up and i found a list of dumb laws from every state in uh in uh the continent in the great continental united states or another continent the great united states the great union that we live in (laughs) so I figured we'd go through a couple from each state and just talk about them and just be like, wow, that's weird. So, <laughs> uh, first on the list in alphabetical order is Alabama. And in Alabama, in the city of Aniston, you cannot wear blue jeans walking down. Uh, we not wear blue jeans down Noble, Noble Street. So, if you're wearing blue jeans <laughs> walking that... down Noble Street, you can that's get arrested. So you better keep that specific jeans. to that one street. Yes. Oh my god. To Noble Street. <laughs> you cannot wear blue jeans walking down Noble Street. Hmm. Uh, another one is dominoes may not be played on Sunday. May not be what? Played on played Sunday. on Sunday. Hmm. No dominoes on Sunday. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, obviously, your mind goes to the pizza, but it's it's the game of dominoes. You cannot play the game of dominoes. Yeah. You cannot uh, play another... Domino's Pizza on Sundays. <laughs> exactly. So uh, another one is you cannot chain your alligator to a fire hydrant. Oh, Except yeah, that I can't a... have that. Okay, there's a, there's a lot. A... There's a lot to unpack with that one. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack with that one, but unfortunately, we do not have the complete uh, list. We're just experiencing <laughs> these laws as we see. So, if you want to do some more research into that. My dear listeners and dear uh, co-hosts, then you can. But <laughs> right now, all we have is you cannot change your alligator to a fire hydrant. Gosh. You Excellent. And the final one for the great state of Alabama is you may not have ice cream cone in your back pocket at oh. any time. I can, oh. I, can get behind, Never. I can get behind that one. Dangerous. <laughs> that sounds Never. messy. Interesting. So, but you can have it in your front pocket? have at it go nuts (laughs) but if you put that ice cream cone in your back pocket you are in for a for a a world of hurt oh my gosh (laughs) so in the great moving on to the great state of alaska in alaska it is considered offensive an offense to push a live moose out of a moving airplane oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) How does so? Never mind. Why did I think you were just well? Obviously, like... somebody pushed a live moose out of an airplane. That's that's. <laughs> we, we can take we can take the first step to understanding. We can look at uh, <laughs> somebody did that. We just had to put it in writing. We just had to make it official. Oh my god! How do you even get a moose uh, on a plane? Uh, also, also. Yeah, how do you get a moose? I I don't know. I've never seen but a plane with a door push... big enough to get on. I have so many questions. <laughs> oh like gosh. I said, these are dumb laws, and they leave they don't make any sense, or they make they make sense a little bit. Like obviously, don't push mooses out of uh, moving airplanes. But there you go. So uh, <laughs> continuing along that same line, mooses may not be viewed from an airplane. What is it with moose and airplane? <laughs> No moose, moose in airplanes do not cross paths in Alaska. It is a no, no. Gosh, there's got to be some like deep rooted story, but from one of their first like politicians in that state that's got it that all these things stem from. 
There must have been yeah. some horrible yeah. accident one time. Someone was like, like looks up in the sky. Is like, oh look, oh it looks like it's raining today. Hold That's... on a second. <laughs> That's a moose. <laughs> they had a. Wait, it's a bird. It's a bird. Yeah. It's Superman. No, it's a moose. It's <laughs> a moose. Okay. Uh, the last one from the state of Alaska is kangaroos are not allowed in barbershops at any time. Do kangaroos exist in Alaska? Hey. Apparently at one point, and they were in the barbershop. I bet those moose are jealous of them kangaroos. <laughs> they got mooses on planes, and they got uh, kangaroos in barbershops. Oh my gosh. So... That's how that. So that's state of Alaska. That is uh, that's pretty. That's what's going on in the great state of Alaska. So no moose in airplanes. Do not look at a moose from an airplane, and do not bring. And I swear, if you bring your kangaroo to the barbershop, you're doing you're doing fifteen to life. <laughs> so moving on to uh, we'll do our last of the A's. We're moving on to the great state of Arizona. Arizona. So in the great state of Arizona. It is donkeys cannot sleep in bathtubs. <laughs> I would argue that they can. I uh, don't they can... That. <laughs> I would say I would say they can sleep in the bathtub. It may be physically possible, but by law they cannot. Gosh. Again, <laughs> what happened yeah, that this became a law? Because all of these had to stem from like something happening at some point, right? Like, I can only imagine some cartoon sheriff trying to take a shower, and and he just goes from bathtub, bathroom to bathroom, finding donkeys sleeping in the bathtub. He's like, <laughs> "All right, I've had it up to here with these stinking donkey, with these stinking donkeys and these stinking bathtubs." <laughs> Honestly, so, like that that has that's the only possible explanation I could think of. Don't make so. So. Uh, Another law is it is illegal to hunt camels in Arizona. Hunting camels is prohibited. Are there camels in Arizona? Uh, I can only imagine that there once were, and they were hunted to extinction. That is so sad. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> are you flacking away? I have to. I have to know. I'm like, do camels exist? I don't think there were camels in Arizona, but I feel like there was one camel there, and he had the unfort—he met with a very unfortunate end. Okay, gosh, I don't know. Brought specifically to be hunted. Okay, so there are almost yeah, no they're... camels roaming free anymore, and where they do, their original predators, which are mostly tigers and lions, were extinct. What? So tigers and lions also used to exist. There's actually, there's actually. I think a, that's talking about. I don't know if that's talking about Arizona. It is. Are there wild like, camels in Arizona? Was the original question, and that was one huh. of the answers. But there is an interesting story that came up here: a wild camel, possibly an army camel, that escaped from Camp Verde, which makes sense if they used it in the army. That would explain how yeah. they got there. Um, it was spotted in Arizona yeah. during. This is back in the 1880s. So this is a while ago. And apparently, uh, a rancher saw it, uh, and a rancher spied it in its garden and killed it. Wow! <laughs> so apparently, they were um, not very welcome by the locals. <laughs> like we said, one poor, unfortunate camel that, that is so had, wait had the, to sacrifice himself. That time, okay. This the title is just that time the army let loose a plague of feral camels on the wild west. <laughs> So the army brought a herd of camels 
to unfamiliar territory as part of an experiment. Um, they accidentally let them loose. Oh, and so then cool. they turned feral, reproduced, and roamed the southwest for years. They damaged farms, ate crops, and generally wreaked havoc wherever they went. It sounds like the emus from Australia. It's like this oh. is this is how the emu war started. There you go. <laughs> so why is it then prohibited? Oh, because of the army camel? What? So then why is it prohibited the the army camel? They must have they probably killed all of them and then they were like, Well, that's not <laughs> doesn't seem to be very nice. Maybe we shouldn't, shouldn't do this do anymore. Because <laughs> ultimately camels are they're not an aggressive species. They just you know, feast on crops, which is the only way they were able to wreak havoc. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about our last law in Arizona. It is illegal for men and women over the age of 18 to have less than one tooth missing visible when smiling. What? <laughs> so you, if you have two, two, if you have one tooth missing and you're over the age of 18, you're fine. You have two. You're going to prison, my friend. Dude, those hockey players wow. that play for the Coyotes out there gotta be terrified. Those dudes lose their teeth all the time. <laughs> those dudes are like on the lo- on the lamb from the law. <laughs> they gotta live their life in hiding outside of the hockey arena. They are in fear for their safety. <laughs> They're in fear. So, uh. Let's go. Uh, moving on to Deep the pause. seas. To the seas. Catching my, <laughs> gathering my thoughts here. Uh, get, moving on to the seas. In Colorado, it is illegal to mistreat rats. In Denver, define mistreat. Be mean to. Hmm, that's gonna be a problem. Can't go there. <laughs> nah. Are you kidding? Being the rats. No being mean to rats in just, Colorado. You see a rat. You, you see a rat, you just point at it and be like, you're stupid. No, Immediate arrest. Yeah. Uh, in the city of Sterling, it is illegal. Cats may not run loose without having been fit with a tail light. A uh, tail light? What? Yep. How do you. A tail light. What is a tail light in terms of a cat? Like a yeah, light on its tail? You what? said cat, and then you said tail light, and I thought I misheard. Nope, it's a cat. No mystery in rats. Okay, all I all I all I found are car tail lights that are shaped like a cat, so that's not very helpful. That's interesting. You just search cat tail light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all, okay. I'm, all I'm finding is car parts. <laughs> I. Uh, you think we'll make it better? Tail light for cat. Tail light for cat. <laughs> I'm assuming it's just like a light that you attach to the end of a t- cat's tail. But how no, do you... the key is right next to the R on the keyboard. Maybe the lawmakers just kind of did a little oopsie. A little <laughs> I guess can't mistreat cats is what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> Rats, cats, and tail light. There you go. <laughs> And lastly, in Colorado, it is illegal in the city of Pueblo to let a dandelion grow within city limits. Oh, wow. Boy. How do they manage not to let a dandelion grow? Some serious dandelion racism going on in... They just douse oh, the entire city with a roundup. Yeah. 
A, dropping from the sky. <laughs> like those planes they use to put out wildfires, but they dump, they dump Roundup instead of fire exactly. suppressant or whatever that stuff is. Exactly. So, moving on to the great state of Delaware, and Delaware is illegal to get married on a dare. <laughs> I want so, to. I mean, that was so oh bad. Oh, gosh. Tr- so, in Delaware, your truth or dare games have limits. <laughs> yes, they do. They have limits. Uh, in the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., uh, is illegal. Is a crime to give false weather reports? Hmm. So, weatherman. How do you determine if it's uh, false? Because those those dudes are wrong all the time. <laughs> well, I feel like if you if it's a guess and you're like, oh, I think there's gonna be rain, rain later today. I think that's fine. Oh but wait, like, it's raining cats and dogs outside. Uh, so it's, not outside a, and it's, it's not a forecast. It's a report. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. <laughs> uh, so if, you're, if you go outside and you're like, oh, it's raining cats and dogs outside, and if it's not literally raining cats and dogs, felines, and uh. <laughs> And dogs yeah. from the sky, you will be going to prison. Those those people are watching their words so carefully. They're like, I don't want to go to jail for using the wrong expression. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um, uh, in Florida, it is illegal to skateboard without a license. There's Skateboarding? What? You cannot skateboard without a license. Is there a skateboarding Florida. license? Or is it like a you need a driver's license to skateboard? Uh, let's look this up. Skateboard. Board license. What state was that? Skate, uh, Florida. Uh, do you need a license to skateboard in Florida? If you want to ride a skateboard in the state of Florida, you are considered to be a pedestrian and are not required to have a driver's license. There you have it. Okay, thank God. <laughs> ah, so I guess this one was either a urban legend or Revoked. repealed. It was repealed. Mm-hmm. So good on... Uh-huh. Good on Florida. Good on you, Florida. You finally did something. You finally figured it out. <laughs> uh, maybe they not. They maybe haven't figured it out altogether. With this next law, if an elephant is left tied to a parking meter, the parking the parking fee has to be paid, just as it is would be for a vehicle. Wow, you go from something somewhat mundane to just. Florida stuff like yep that's all that only Florida yep how did a Floridian find an elephant just to like what (laughs) I get I'll paint a picture for you guys in your head there is a man who is tired of paying these ridiculously high gas prices and having to pay for car insurance and all that his solution he has purchased an elephant from the local zoo and will ride it around cheaper. like as a car. And he will escape all these pesky parking fines. <laughs> and so he is avidly taking up parking fines, parking parking uh, spots in the city. So the unfortunate government of Florida has to make a stupid law that makes them look more <laughs> ridiculous than they already look. Guys, the, the Florida lawmakers got to be like just so sick of everyone's crap. <laughs> they got to write yeah. new laws all the time for these people. Yeah, that is, uh, that is a that is a uh, it's crazy. <laughs> so in uh, our island state, in the tropical island state of Hawaii, corn coin that corn coins <laughs> are not allowed to be placed in one's ears. Shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> so keep your coins in your pockets, not in your ears. 
What a weird law. Uh, uh, in Hawaii, it is also illegal to get a tattoo behind your ear or on your eyelid unless in the presence of a registered physician. What's up there? Okay. <laughs> what's, what's up there obsession with people's ears out there? It's they're they are very they're very sacred. <laughs> sacred ears. Oh, uh, let's see. Like the eyes make sense. Like your your that's your eyeball, and the skin. In is like the state, yeah. But like in the potato uh, state of Idaho, it is a riding the merry-go-round on Sundays is considered a crime. Interesting. Hmm. In Boise, residents may not fish from a giraffe's back. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just from something super mundane to just out of left field. There you go. Yep. Desperately need to know these. This needs to be like some sort of like that would make a great TV show. Like the stories behind these wacky laws. Exactly. Exactly. Someone needs um, to. In Illinois, in Chicago, it is illegal to take a French poodle to the opera. <laughs> Interesting. Law also the law forbids eating in a place that is currently on fire. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my so, gosh, I that's love that. Definitely what I'm going to do is find a place on fire just to eat there. So if a place, if a restaurant is in fire, and in, in uh. In Illinois, you better take it to go. You take one more bite of that food, you're going to jail. <laughs> you're getting yep. locked up for a long time. Uh, you may be convicted of a Class 4 felony offense, punishable by up to three years in state prison for the crime of eavesdropping on your own conversation. Your own conversation? Uh, hang on, what? <laughs> eavesdropping I, I... on your own conversation? I have the idea that it's more the idea of recording your own conversation. And oh, that makes more sense. I feel like yeah. that makes more sense. That makes a uh, lot more sense. That makes more sense than uh, than that. So dropping. Uh, I in. What do you say? I have questioned. Cause like eavesdropping is like. Okay, Google says. Secretly listen to a conversation. <laughs> Listening to a conversation. It's got to be so secretly you... record. That's got to be it. Uh, I think that's what it is. I think I think this one maybe make a little bit more sense than initially presented with. <laughs> so, mm. uh, in Iowa, a man with a mustache may never kiss a woman in public. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! That a so woman specific. made that law. Yep, <laughs> there's some lady who's sick of her husband's mustache. She's like, "You want to kiss me again in public? You better shave that thing off your face." In Iowa, it's also illegal to not punt on fourth down when playing football. There you go. There's a joke for all the football fans out there. <laughs> uh, in Kansas, it's illegal to catch bullfrogs in a tomato patch. It's Strict- illegal to hunt strictly a tomato patch. <laughs> strictly a tomato patch. <laughs> Interesting. It's illegal to hunt whales. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, I, boy, I bet that one gets broken all the time. 
And oh, the real wait, in Iowa you said? In Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and and the real kicker is it's illegal to put ice cream on cherry pie. Ooh. That that mm. there are a lot of people that would break that one. I think I would. That sounds really delicious. Lawrence just eating yeah. Lawrence just piling ice cream on our cherry pie. Worth it. <laughs> I love cherry pie. <laughs> Yeah, it's um. Uh, here's a here's a fun one from the great state of Louisiana. It's illegal for a woman to drive a car unless her husband is waving a flag in front of it. <laughs> oh Yeah, Lauren, imagine you might want to steer, steer, steer clear of Louisiana. You're cruising, you're cruising down the road, just doing normal things. And you see this dude waving a flag, like caution, woman driving. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't oh feel like gosh. driving, but then I forgot that I have to wave a flag so my wife can drive instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my gosh. that's uh, it's pretty crazy. That's one. Uh, mourners at a wake may not eat more than three sandwiches. You you go for a fourth sandwich. You better you better you better enjoy prison food because that's oh all you're gonna be eating for the, for a long time. They're warning and you're gonna put limitations on their food. Hey, some people, some people go to the fire food. Some people go to hey, you can have three sandwiches, but some people they get a little bit greedy when they're in they're in a they're distraught after after a loved one has passed. <laughs> so oh, you got you gotta put some limits on there. So. Uh, New Orleans, the city of New Orleans, seems to have the uh, same mindset as our friends over in Alabama, because it is also illegal to tie your alligator to a fire hydrant. What? That's a common thing. That's a common law. Honestly, it makes more sense in Louisiana than that. Oh, it makes way more sense in Louisiana. I mean, their whole thing is the swamp. They're all about it down there. Yeah. So, um. Uh, in Maryland, it's uh, in Baltimore. It's illegal to mistreat oysters. Eating <laughs> oysters. <laughs> yep. Wow. It's also illegal in Baltimore to take a lion to the movies. Interesting. That reminds me of that kids' book about the lion in the library. <laughs> I am not familiar with hey, that one. If he's in the library, he's fine. He's in the movies. You you better take him somewhere else. <laughs> not allowed. The lions will never. The lions of Maryland will never experience true movie watching. <laughs> hey, it can never get ruined for them. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. Uh, a Michigan law states that a wife's hair legally belongs to her husband. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, like, as soon as you get married, bam, you have no hair by law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry to all of our female our, Could you our imagine listeners out there. If, can you imagine if, like, Lauren, you walk into a hairdresser place to get your hair cut, and the lady who cuts your hair or whatever just goes, did your husband approve this? <laughs> like, <laughs> could you imagine that? Yeah. Uh, in Detroit, it's illegal to sleep in a bathtub. <laughs> Illegal? Oh. Illegal. Oh. Hmm. 
Can't stop me I'm if you can't to... catch me. My windows are closed, baby. <laughs> You're not in Detroit. I'm Detroit-ish. Ish. <laughs> heavy on the ish. Heavy, heavy on the ish. Heavy on one. the ish. Uh, in Kalamazoo, it's against the law to serenade your girlfriend. So you romance is dead. So, so Matthew, if you're planning to serenade Lauren anytime soon, you better stay out of Kalamazoo. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a general. It's generally a safe rule to stay out of Kalamazoo. <laughs> the zoo. <laughs> As it's referred to. <laughs> yeah. Drop the Kalama. Keep the zoo. Keep the zoo. Kalama. Uh, sticking with our very outdated sexist laws, in Montana, it's a felony for a wife to open her husband's mail. Wow. <laughs> I think that should just be a general rule. Don't open another person's mail. I thought that was a good... That is a rule, but it goes, <laughs> it goes even further down in Montana. Montana takes it a step further. Yeah. <laughs> I was always taught that I'd like not taught, but like I remember as a child being told that it was a federal offense to like steal people's mail from their mailboxes. And then I was like constantly afraid whenever I would like go get the mail for the family or whatever, I'd be like, I can't look at other people's mailboxes or like a policeman is gonna like jump out at a me. <laughs> You're going to jail. Yeah, Laura I'm just opens. So, oh, Lauren accidentally opens the wrong mailbox. Just police officer just appears out of thin air. Ha <laughs> ha! Gotcha. Like, her down. FBI swarm the place. Exactly. FBI, open federal... up. <laughs> You're going to federal jail, federal prison. Uh, that's where they send terrorists, Lauren. So. God. Uh, Taking a step in the opposite direction, in Missouri, it's not illegal to speed. What? Oh, cool. To Missouri I go. So, well, so if, for all our speed demons out there, head on down to Missouri. Man, I, was, I was in Missouri a few months ago, too. I should have. I wish I had known. Missed I had taken advantage of it. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Wait, like, there's no, like, but there's still, like, speeding tickets, right? Wrong? I cannot. I don't really know. I'm just reading. This <laughs> From what I remember, this. speed limits exist, but I also think a lot of the freeways I took down there were 75, which is higher than normal up, normally up here. The max you normally see up here is 70. Although there's that one when you're going between the east and west sides of the state that's like 75, oh, I think. Yeah. Um. Uh, in uh, New Jersey, it's illegal to de- detain a uh, homing pigeon. <laughs> Whenever I think of homing pigeons, I think of the greatest character design of all time, which is in the Curious George cartoon. Did you guys ever watch that show? I think so. Okay, so in the TV show, and I didn't realize how funny this was until I tried to describe it to somebody one time, but there's a character on the show, he's a homing pigeon. His name is Compass. But his only character trait is that, A, he has no idea what kind of animal George is. Like, he, the, whole, the, whole, the whole joke is he never figures out that he's a monkey. And then the other, the other he also doesn't talk, mind you. All he does is make pigeon noises. So, and then the other thing he's known for is he has a terrible sense of direction. 
That's oh, awesome. no. So he's a homing pigeon with a weak sense of direction. So his introduction is that he's trying to get back to like his nest or wherever, but he ends up at George's window instead because he has no idea where he's going. And so in one episode, he gets caught in the museum, and in the museum, there's like a whale hold. There's like a whale, um, like model or something hanging from the ceiling, and so he got stuck in the he got stuck in the whale. And basically, he kept flying. He kept trying to fly out the open window, but because he was aiming for the window, he'd like miss, and he had to just keep going back into the whale. So he's just going in vicious circles. And the way That's that amazing. they got him out was George climbs up there and tells him, "Hey, fly to that back wall over there." And so because he was aiming for the wall, he missed, quote unquote, and flew out the window. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, one of, it's one of the stupidest, the funniest things ever oh, when I think about it now. I didn't appreciate it fully when I was a child. That's amazing. Whenever I think of pigeons, I always think of the, uh, what's that movie called? Spies in the Skies with Will Smith and Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I saw that one in theaters. That was an experience. <laughs> that was that was a movie. <laughs> that, that was indeed a movie. Of all the movies I've seen, it's definitely one of them. That, that was one. Late at night, me and Joe saw it. It felt like a fever dream. <laughs> it really was. I mean, I got. I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty entertaining, but it was, it was odd. <laughs> uh, this this is a law that I can attest to because I. Speaking of New Jersey, I did go go to New Jersey on that aforementioned uh, New York trip. Mm-hmm. You cannot pump your own gas. Is illegal. To I've pump heard. Your own gas. I have heard that one before. Do they actually have? attendance yep. out there gas stations are full service and full, wow. full service only that's wild and if you try yeah. and i think there's a union between uh i think they have a union and if you try to pump your own gas you will get in very big trouble because some you're te- you're like technically stealing their job uh, yeah. i've heard things about that where like i i saw i can't remember where it was like what platform it was on but i saw like people discussing it and they were they're like Oh yeah, like I remember going to, and it was one of the states that has like full service only. And they're like, I got out of my car, and then the attendant came and yelled at me, and like this and that, and get back in your car, I'll pump your gas. It was so like, I don't know. That's wild. I feel like to that's crazy. Exists. Like we're not used to it here in Michigan, so like if we go there, then it'll be like, Hi, I'm here to pump your gas. Yeah, you're you're hard pressed <laughs> to even get your receipt up here. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we're gonna close out this this la- this last segment with the with our bitter rival in Ohio. Weird law in Ohio is that it's a state. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Done. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Done. Um, it is illegal for you to in the city of Marion. You cannot eat a donut and walk backwards on a city street. <laughs> so cannot. weirdly specific. You cannot do it. Oh my gosh. Uh, in Bay Village, it's illegal for a cow to walk down Lake Road. What are they going to do? Arrest the cow? <laughs> that poor cow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to Ohio law, it's against the law to kill a housefly within 160 feet of a church without a license. Wow. <laughs> a license? That's a specific uh, one. They'll never know. Like that James Bond of, bee kill- of uh, flea killing. I feel killing. I feel bad for uh I've, what are those what are those some churches have and where the pastor lives in a house it's like on the church grounds oh what are a those rectory things? yeah I feel bad for the pastors who live in those and have flies in their house 
<laughs> they just sit there stewing, just they like can't do anything. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Could you could you imagine? They're just under, surveil- they're just under surveillance, twenty four seven. Is that a fly swatter? Uh, Get all units out there. The FBI agents are waiting for the pastor to... (laughs) Right. Just waiting for him to mess up. Yep, there you go. Um, uh, And last but not least, you may not run out of gas. Oh, well... It's illegal to run out of gas. Yep. You may not run out of gas in Ohio. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. There's a at the side of the road. Yeah. So, right, man. dude, if you, you if you run out of gas and have a Michigan plate, you'll probably get like shot on sight. Yeah, they they are. They'll call the SWAT team on you. They'll take you down hard. <laughs> You're going down hard. <laughs> oh my so. gosh. So those are some dumb laws. A lot of dumb ones. <laughs> there are some pretty stupid ones in there, and there's kind of a few that make sense. There are some that made sense, actually. Um, like when you actually there's a few that make sense. Yeah, like so, the out of a plane. Yeah. yeah don't, want, don't want that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I want to thank you guys for joining us this week on the uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. I like I think it's good to be back. Good to be back. I, I one thing I experienced last week while listening to the podcast, it was weird to listen to you guys talk and not being able to contribute. So that was that was oh. stifling. <laughs> Dude, I never oh, even thought about that. I bet that was weird. Sorry, I was what? thinking about Lauren. What were you saying? You say something, Lauren? Oh, <laughs> welcome to the life of the listener. <laughs> exactly. It was weird. I mean, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts, so it was I was used to being on that end of the listener. But being on the end of the, on the side of the listener on my own <laughs> podcast, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Because usually, if I listen to an episode, it's like, oh, I remember what I said. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, so yeah. So uh, thank you very much, Lauren, for for filling in our spot this week. This week for filling in our Dawson spot. Filling the Dawson-shaped hole in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. So, oh, it was a huge yeah. help that you were here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, so. It's fun to be able to actually contribute to the podcast that I love to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for participating and for angry. listening. So, uh, and thank you very much to our, our, our dedicated listeners. So, uh, follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook, or uh, you can find us on both those pages to get regular updates on the podcast and new episodes and everything. Leave us a review on any of the platforms that you listen to because those reviews always help us out, and they, we love to read them, and we love to hear good things and how much you like the podcast. So uh, may, maybe next week we'll be back to normal. Who can tell? I can't yeah. tell the future. I don't know if either of you can either. So Last I checked, we'll no, I it. cannot. I tried, though. Okay. So we'll just leave it at it as a maybe. So we'll just see what <laughs> the, fe- the future may bring. So, uh, as always, I uh, thanks for listening. We need to figure out some kind of outro. Yeah, we all of our, our outros are just us spitballing until eventually we say bye. <laughs> That's how these don't really go. <laughs> so, adios. Later, y'all. Bye. <laughs>